Hey guys, hope everybody's doing good. Apologies if it's blustery. I'm just walking the dog. Um, really, quite luckily, I have, I think it's about three quarters of a mile around, like grass field, just probably about 200 meters from the front door um, of the house. And it means I can just walk over to the pitches, let the dog run around. I'm looking at these pitches right now and I don't see a single person. There might be, you might pass one or two people when you're on the loop, not a person. It's also quite well looked after. And so um, what I've done some mornings is combined walking the dog with maybe like a two or three mile jog as maybe say my warm up around the little pitches and she can run off and do whatever she wants to do and follow me and play and um but look today i i was in the bathtub earlier having an epsom bath i haven't had an epsom bath in a while actually that's a lie i've started using epsom baths again but it felt like i hadn't been using epsom baths from all the way back in january and i had this thought and it's probably going to be a kick up the ass for some people um some people might just already be training well, motivated, and things like this. And um, for whatever reason, I I found myself thinking about like worth and value. And you know, like I was probably looking in the mirror and thinking I looked like a fucking specimen. And I was thinking how much my body would be worth. No, I'm just kidding. Now, I actually was thinking about this though, and I was thinking about people who might be potentially in the mindset right now where they're struggling. Um, you know, they're really having a hard time with motivation. They're really having a hard time finding themselves and finding the motivation and the confidence to, you know, get out there and train and, and push through everything that is going on right now. You know, I, I told you about, you know, warming up. It was a, I think it was a Tuesday or Thursday morning. I'm warming up. I'm feeling like shit. Um, there's a wind, just like today. I'm trying to podcast, and there's a fucking wind beating me down. Just, and when you're on edge, and you know you're you're right on that edge between you're just hanging in there, and you know you're you're probably a bad week away from thinking, I don't know why the fuck I bothered without running. Why did I bother? Why did I push myself all those weeks when there's no races? when there's nothing on, when there's no light at the end of the tunnel, you know, that kind of a mindset. And a lot of us are either there, have been through that, or we might move into that sort of a place pretty soon. Um, and this is really important. One of, the, one of the things I often do when I'm struggling for motivation, and sometimes it's not struggling for motivation, sometimes you're just fucking tired, right? There's no two ways about it. If you train hard, you get tired. That's one of the that's one of the things that happens. Um, when you're tired, naturally your motivation is going to suffer. It's just it's just it's just a fact. Um, you know you cannot possibly continue to be super motivated every day if you get tired. Um, and so on days like that, and I'm walking out the door. Or maybe I haven't even got that far. Maybe I'm on my second cup of coffee. Which, if I'm having to have two cups of coffee, it's a fucking day. It's going to be a tough day. 
Um, and I'm sitting there, and by now it might be like half 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 ten. You know, normally I train at nine nine thirty. It's half ten. I'm thinking, fuck, do I change today's session? You're tired, Stephen. Maybe you should change this. And then I say, what if you were injured? And this was your first session back after injury. And for months, you had wanted to train and you couldn't, or weeks, or days, whatever. And all of a sudden, today, you're given the gift of, I'm allowed to train. What would you do, right? And then I took that a step further. And I'm lying in this bathtub, and I'm thinking, what value? Like, I, I watch a show called Altered Carbon. And um, every human in the show has what's called, like, you know, if this wind's pissing you guys off listening, <laughs> this is what I have to fucking deal with every day training. So get used to it. Um, no, I watch this show called Altered Carbon. And it's about um, different, it's, it's about like an ex-Marine, ex-Special Forces, ex-fucking beast, right? And he pops, and, and the show's in the future, and in the future you can buy improved skins. Now your skin is your human body, so all, all that there is about you, so what makes you, you, is the fact that you have this chip in your head, and the chip in your head remembers your personality, um, remembers, you know, your morals. It remembers everything, everything about you, soul, whatever you want to call it. You know, it's you. It's like a download of you. And then you put it in this body. And this body, you can pick a body that's a kid. You can pick a body that's an adult. You can pick a body that used to be a fucking Marine and is fit and is strong and is all these things. Um, and so I'm sitting in this bathtub and I'm thinking, like, what is that worth, right? And so here's the kick up the ass. If you're sitting on the sofa and you're feeling sorry for yourself and you don't want to go for a run because, you know, fuck's sake, you were going to break three hours and London got cancelled and, and you just now can't find the motivation, you can find more motivation to drive to Tesco to buy a bottle of wine then you can to go out and exercise and do the thing that you love. And you've lost that motivation because of the coronavirus, because your race was taken away from you, because the race that you were going to train for in October might not exist anymore. What if you were, like, paralyzed and you couldn't run at all and you could buy a body that would allow you to run? What would you do that first day? You, your chip got downloaded into this body, would you run five miles? Would you run ten miles? On your two-kilometer loop from your house, would you, would you cry your eyes out after you ran eight to ten miles? Would you break down and be so happy and so relieved that you were able to run and enjoy yourself? And, and this is real. You know, I feel, I feel like what we're allowing to happen here with coronavirus and everything that's going on we're letting it fuck with us. And we're letting it, like... Obviously, we're not... I'm walking my dog right now. I'm not paralyzed. But we're allowing this this toxic energy and negativity that's coming away from being housebound, from not being allowed to go to work, from maybe, from maybe losing our job. We're only allowed to train on a two-kilometer loop. 
we're allowing that to like to fuck us, you know? Really, really take us by whatever you want to call it and and fuck us. Now, if you could imagine, let's say you're injured for three months, right? And then somebody allows you to go run for 10 miles. You know, you've been injured for months and months and months, or you haven't been able to walk for three years. And somebody says, tomorrow you can go run for 10 miles around a two kilometer loop, but it's going to be raining and it's going to be windy and it's going to be shitty. How much would that be worth? It has to be worth millions. You'd, like it, it's, it's invaluable. It's absolutely invaluable. But we're taking it for granted, you know. We're waking up. We could go run if we wanted, but we just can't be arsed that day. And we sit there and people, people will justify it and they'll say it's been tough for us all. It's such a difficult time. Oh, it's just, it's hectic. Oh, you know, I'm out of routine. I'm not able to do this. I'm not able to do that. I say, fuck that, you know. Like, if you still can train and you still are allowed on a two-kilometer loop or you're allowed outside once a day or you have your health and you have, you know, a roof over your head and things like this, we just need to be appreciating that. And I think we, like, we've obviously moved into a, I don't know where we've moved in the world, you know, year 2021. You know, if we moved into an era of we, we get too much of what we want, we get a bit too spoilt, you know, we, we get the finer things in life, you know, we can all now afford nicer cars, we can all now afford nicer phones, nearly everybody has the new iPhone, you know, nearly everybody has whatever, like, kids want something for Christmas, they get it. And that's, is that the world that we live in now, that then it just makes us a little bit spoilt? And are we allowing that to then, like, you know, handicap us and not let us appreciate what it is we have? And I can tell you that, like, another thing I was thinking about, and, you know, it comes down to, I'm running on the treadmill this morning, both, 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 and I'm running at a certain speed, and I can feel little things hurting. And I'm thinking, like, oh, fuck's sake, why, why wasn't I on top of that? Why wasn't I managing that, you know, hip flexor? Why was I not managing that psoas? Why was I not managing that glute? And then I thought to myself, when you're injured, or when I'm injured, I'll, I will foam roll, stretch, roll on a ball, fucking six hours a day, if that's what it takes, to get healthy. But I don't know what happens when I get healthy. I, I abuse it. You know, I, I, I don't think I have to do it anymore. Um, and that's something else that we have to just stay on top of. Um, so I, I, I just thought today, if people are listening and, you know, I've been trying, trying, trying and keep myself motivated, trying to push other people to think, you know, get up off the couch. We could be into like fucking week eight by now, week 10. I don't know. I'm tired of counting. I don't think about it anymore. I'm, I'm in the zone. I'm, I'm, I've moved on. I'm just pushing. And if you see me up on a platform or a, you know, I have it easy. I, I don't have kids. I don't have the job. You're probably right, you know. But that doesn't fucking matter. It's irrelevant. You know, it, it's what you make of what you've got. It, I'm, I'm irrelevant. You know, I'm doing what I'm doing. And when this is all over, I'll probably run PBs. And I'll probably run better than I've ever ran before. And, like, I don't give myself enough credit. You know, like, 
if I actually sit down and look at my behavior over the last four or five weeks, it's fucking nuts. It's absolutely unbelievable. If someone was a fly on the wall in that apartment, how I've been conducting myself, stretching, rolling, Normatex, Compex machine, uh, peanut butter sandwich before bed, glass of milk, everything dialed in, 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock, shutting down, trying to stay off the phone. I've been trying to maximize recovery so that I can wake up the next day and train hard. I want to be able to wake up the next day and I want my body to tell me, we can fucking push on today. You want to do a bike session? Do a bike session, kid. We're good. And and that's that's been my, that's the way I've looked at this. I've looked at this as an opportunity. It's very rare you basically can fucking nail out 25 to 30% of your competition because of a pandemic. 25 to 30% of the guys I compete against right now are feeling sorry for themselves. Right now, they're choosing not to train. Right now, God forbid, they could be in lockdown and not allowed to leave their house. But if I, it's like, it's like having somebody, you know, struggling and the world champion pulling out of the world champs. You can either choose to push on or you can be like, oh, I'll wait for him to heal. You know, it's a dog eat dog world. Like, you gotta make the most of it and you gotta, this will end, this will end sooner than we all think, maybe. I don't know. But if it goes on for longer, use that to your advantage. You're going to go to a park run. You're going to go to a 10K. You might go to Dublin Marathon. And you're going to think, fuck, there's usually 100 people break 40 minutes, 35 minutes, 32 minutes, whatever it is. And you're going to be like, there's only 20 of us today. What happened? And if you're one of those 20, good for you. You know, you took care of business. You, you, you capitalized on an opportunity. You made the most of a shitty situation. And then what you've got to do, and the most important part, is when things do go back to normal, push on even more. And that's, you know, that's what you've got to do. I, I, I can't stress it enough. It just is what it is. And, you know, I can get deep and I can say things like that. And, and, but I can't, I can't control where my brain goes, I'm going to have to kill the dog. Stop eating that bird. Get off it. Sorry. Back to it. Go on. Get, 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 get. Don't go near it. Don't go near it. It's just such a wee shite. That way. Go on. Go on. Go on. Don't go near it. Good girl. Sorry. I was, I was in the zone. Now, uh, don't dare. Come. Come. Keep going. That's a good girl. Puppies are absolutely amazing. It's like a distraction technique, like, but, oh, it's nuts. Um, yeah, look, I, I, like, I, I, I can throw things out there, and people can think, you know, it's easy for you to say it's, it's all things like this, but believe me when I say I go through my own, you know, this is not something I talk about heaps, like, but, like, when I first came home from America, and Boston was cancelled, and, and New York Half Marathon was post- or postponed and cancelled, and, and all things like this. And I, I didn't come home with any intentions of doing anything good or bad. My mate said to me, do you want a couple of drinks tonight? And I said, yeah, I'd love a couple of drinks. Remember, I'm human, right? And remember that I'm, I'm a fucking troubled kid. You know, all I did was fight, get in trouble in school, was maybe suspended five times for fighting. Um, every time I went home, I, I don't know how many times police brought me back to my house, 
You know, I don't know how many times we had police chase us. I don't, like, you know, I loved life, like, not in a good way. You know, I was not a good example of, you know, being a fucking kid. Um, but I've changed. I've, I've taken whatever drive and enthusiasm and motivation and, and excitement and, and, you know, natural talents and genes and all these things. I've taken them and molded it into something that, you know, a kid that one day, and I already done this. I told you before Dublin Marathon, I, I looked in the mirror and I told myself how proud, I, how proud of myself I was. And I cried, you know, and I made myself do it twice because the first time I looked away. And one day, you know, I'm going to sit on a big, fat, lazy boy chair and I'm going to put my feet up. And I'm, I'm just going to be like, you fucking nutter. But Jesus, well done, you know. It's it's phenomenal what, like, the, the transformation and... And the the way I've changed, I'm going to look back one day and I'm going to listen to these podcasts and I'm going to be like, oh my God, like, where the fuck did that come from? Like, that's all just from, you know, like, I'm not Goodwill Hunting, you know, he's a genius, an absolute genius, like, reads all these books and, and it's just a, you know, it's just a movie. But like, like, I wonder to myself, like, how, how did you learn to like... What I learned is the amount of times I dug holes for myself and put myself at rock bottom, almost on purpose, by drinking, by smoking, by vaping, by other recreational things. How many times I put myself to rock bottom, but then found a way to pull myself, dig myself out of that fucking hole and and end up thriving. You know, it didn't matter what hole I dug for myself. It didn't matter... I did it plenty of times that I learned, and each time I learned ways to re-motivate myself, and you read books, and you read podcasts, and you read about other sports, or you listen to podcasts, and you read articles, and you spend time with professionals, you spend time with different coaches, you learn, and you learn, and you learn, and you learn, and you absorb, and you absorb, and you absorb. I don't even recognize myself anymore. You know, I, I, I'm just like, who is this guy? Because <laughs> the Stephen I know fucking is nuts and doesn't behave and, and doesn't train disciplined and, you know, doesn't help thousands of people that listen to the podcast. And Stephen, the Stephen I thought I was going to grow up to be was a lot different. And, and I'm probably more proud of the person. The running, the running's just the running. And I look back at training logs and I think to myself, Jesus, like, you should have been way faster. Like, why did you do this? And why did you do that? And, like, you knew not to push that hard. And you overdid that. And you overdid that. And you overdid that. And you shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have. And I look and I find all these wee errors. But I rarely now look at myself and think, you know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't let myself down anymore. I'm, I'm just so proud of the application. So proud of what it took to morph and form this person and this person traveled the flagstaff four years ago i think it is now with 250 pounds or something in his bank account and no contract and no not away i went you know i i just went the train with scott overall because he asked me you know i i was entered in london in the in the in the championship race and you know, I I wasn't special back then. I didn't have Under Armour. I, I didn't have other sponsors. You know, I just, I just, I didn't even think I could be that good, really. I knew I was talented and I knew I had ability, but I just went. You know, I just, I just went because it seemed like a good thing to do, a cool thing to do. I was doing the web work, and I was like, yeah, that'll be quite cool. And um, 
I mean, I suppose even from when I just got off the plane then and I wanted to do two eight-mile runs the next day, it was different. There was enthusiasm, and it was the same enthusiasm I had as a kid. I've always had that fucking drive. I've just also... See, see that drive? What comes with that drive is also the drive to fuck things up. And that's, that's the God's honest truth. You can't, you can't have one but not the other. You can't have that drive to want to train like a crazy man. Who the fuck wants to go to a spa on a Friday night to buy a bottle of wine and chocolate buttons and Pringles and because the spa's shut, goes home and cycles up a mountain for 80 minutes in a race? You, ha- you have to be nuts, like absolutely nuts. But when you can channel that and control it and, and it's actually not that part. Nala, you don't want to go in there. Come up, get up. Yeah, now you're going to fall. Silly girl. Um, when, you can, when you can allow it to be crazy sometimes in the running world or on the biking world and the sporting world and, and allow that to just let leash. You know what I've learned to do? See, when I'm pushing, my body goes, oh, this is tough. And I, I, I compose myself and I go, is it? You know, your heart rate's still pretty good. You're not really breathing that much. Basically, you're being asked to try a little bit. You're just being asked to try a little bit, not a lot. You're not dying. You're not struggling. You're, you're good. And I compose myself. But come on. What I, what I, where I've learned to control myself the most is in life. I've stopped. I used to get so drunk. I had a, I had a ambulance picked me up on the side of the road at half five in the morning. I got so drunk, showing off, drinking, thinking I could do whatever I wanted. Probably 16, 17 years of age. Pounding drinks into me. I'm with my mates. And then at one point I go, I'm going to run home. And I probably made it three blocks. And then I collapsed on the side of the road. And an ambulance drives me home. And that was probably the tenth time something like that would have happened in a few months. Maybe six, maybe 12. My parents were probably just like, like Stephen, why do you drink? Why do you do that? Like, you know, you're, it's really dangerous. And, and I, I didn't see the danger. I didn't really understand. I couldn't control my emotions. When you can't control your emotions, you're reckless. You go rogue. You do things that it's not even you. And it's probably this emotional chimp and, and all things like this. And, you know, the chimp has its own personality, its own view of itself, its own, its own view of the person it would like to be. The chimp wanted to be the guy pounding drinks all night. He didn't have to deal with the consequences. I had to deal with the consequences. And then there's disappointment, and then you argue with parents, and then you say, fuck you guys, I'm going to do that again. You do it again. and That's the side of my life that I turned around and turned a corner. All these results now are just a byproduct of flipping the page on that side of my life. And I, I can tell you, I'm still... A million miles away from being anywhere close to the the perfect human or and when I if I preach on a podcast, it's not to be more like me she's eating another bird, I'll kill her. Go up, get away from it. It's not to be more like me. I just I probably talk about the version that I want that what I want to be able to do. When it's an easy day, I want to be able to have an easy day. When it's a tough day, I want to be able to have a tough day. So I'm not trying to say, hey, be like me, this is what I do, I'm perfect, I'm amazing, because I'm not, I'm, I'm none of those things, you know, you want me to tell you how perfect and amazing I am? I decided um, before Boston to book 
a trip back to Flagstaff for the end of the month. Um, it's been booked for two months, right? Um, and I've been dabbling. Do I go? Do I not go? Um, at the minute, the airline's doing free cancellation. So I cancelled it. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. Uh, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. I'm going to make the most of Belfast. Day later, rebooked it, right? Stuck it on the credit card. No problem. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Um, talk to the coach about it, you know, talk to the parents about it, blah, blah, blah. That night, you're allowed 24 hours to cancel it. I cancelled it. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. No, 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 I'm not going to go. It'd be too stressful. What about customs? What about, what about this? What about that? You need to make the most of home. There's no races coming up. What do you need to go to altitude for? There's no races coming up. I done that five days in a row. I'm not lying. Five fucking days in a row. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know whether to go. I didn't know whether not to go. And then I thought about going the next day and blah, blah, blah. And Jesus, that, I, I, I can tell you I'm far from perfect. But if that's the worst thing that I have is this little bit of indecision or this little bit of unsure. or I know that it's a good thing to try. I know that it's a good thing to go to America. I know that it's a good thing to go to altitude. I know that it would be good for me. I know that it would remind me of what the bigger goals are. The Olympics, you know. Every time I go, I get reminded that I'm not as amazing as running as I think and that I've work to do. But I get inspired to put that work in. But then there's just that fear, fear of customs, you know, fear of leaving what I have here and what I've built here. But I always forget that it's still going to be here. It's not going anywhere. Belfast isn't going anywhere. The lovely apartment, it's not going anywhere. And, and, and that's that fear, right? And so I'm not perfect. I, I don't pretend to be. In fact, I think I voice it enough to tell you guys that I'm not um, but I think we just need to start appreciating what we have. You know, I think we need to start cracking on. I think we need to move to a place where, you know, we're not feeling sorry for ourselves and we're inspiring the people around us. And, and you know, you still have to be safe. Um, hang on. Come. We still have to be safe. Um, there still is a pandemic. There's still rules and laws. Um, I don't even know if I'll be able to travel. Um, I have a, a P1 sports visa. Um, you know, technically I have a house in Flagstaff, Arizona. Technically I have a job in America with, um, you know, Under Armour and Total Sports. Um, I'd be going to a house, you know, by myself or perhaps with Haas. Um, we have to talk about that. I have to talk to Under Armour about that today. Um, they're talking about booking a place so that, again, there's isolation. The laws in Arizona at the moment are you don't have to self-isolate. You don't have to stay in your own home. Groups of 10 or less are allowed to meet. That's crazy. But anyway, I've talked an awful lot today. Um, it means the dog's got a 27-minute walk, plus probably about 10 minutes to get to here. So, um, Or we'll start the actual podcast. And um, But yeah, guys, look, that was a, that was a deep one. Um, I hope there was some value. I hope the wind... Didn't piss everybody off too much. Um, Take care. Crack on. Skull.